He's a native Texan, a student of Ben Franklin and John Locke, and he's a Christian conservative political activist. He's a true believer in the principles that this country was founded upon and comes to you every day to guide, advise, and lead you to become involved in the greatest political experiment in the history of our planet, self-governance. We don't get fooled again. He's Matt Long, and this is The Matt Long Show. Good morning, folks. So happy to be here with you on an absolutely gorgeous morning in the hill country of Texas. Got that nice rain yesterday. I don't know what you got, but I got about a half an inch, and it was a very definitely a blessing. So uh, so happy to um, have you on us, uh, have you with us listening this morning. We've got a special guest, uh, Johnny Nicholas with um, Johnny Nicholas from the Hilltop Cafe. Some of you may know him from... Uh, uh, from the uh, Sleep at the Wheel. I know that when I took a bunch of cassettes when I left Texas in the uh, the late 70s and I took a bunch of cassettes with me to uh, Oregon, one of them was a, a Texas mix that I know had some Sleep on a Wheel on it. But we've got something. Before we get to Johnny, uh, we have some... Uh, the Governor Abbott has announced, uh, we mentioned this last week, that he has announced a special session, and the um, he released the agenda items either last night or this morning, but I just saw them first thing this morning. So remember, the, uh, the governor can call a 30-day special session. It can only be, um, they can only pass legislation that he has uh, directed them to, they can file all kinds of weird things, but they can't pass anything that he uh, ha- didn't uh, put on the list. And so there are four items on the list. Education freedom, he says, legislation providing education saving accounts for all Texas school children. Border security, and he says, uh, legislation to do more to reduce illegal immigration by creating a criminal offense for illegal entry into this state from a foreign nation and authorizing all licensed peace officers to remove illegal immigrants from Texas. Uh, Legislation to impede illegal entry into Texas by increasing the penalties uh, uh, involving smugglings or stash houses. Um, And then the last uh, point on border security is legislation to impede illegal entry into Texas by providing more funding for the construction, operation, and maintenance of border barrier infrastructure. That's another uh, another word for wall. And I tell you what, I've been grinning from ear to ear since yesterday when uh, the uh, Democrats in D.C. had to completely turn around and adopt the uh, Trump uh, plan for building a wall. And it's been hard not to just keep smiling. Um, also, the um, another point on, uh, and this one's a little squirrely. This says public safety, legislation concerning public safety, security, environmental quality, and property ownership in areas like the Colony Ridge development in Liberty County. And so this has been a lot of talk about that uh, Colonia north of uh, Houston. And so it's not very specific on that. I'd be curious to see what they come up with. And uh, the last one, ending COVID restriction legislation prohibiting COVID-19 vaccine mandates by private employers. All right. So those are four things. The session starts on Monday at one o'clock in the afternoon. Um, If you uh, you know what I'm all about, I'm all about going to the Capitol, getting engaged and having your voice heard. So 
with these four items on the agenda starting next week for this 30-day session. Are you ready to join me up at the Capitol? You'll have to pay close attention. I'll be in the studio on Monday. But after that, it's very likely that I will be doing my program from Austin. If you want to do some training with me, this would be a good time. If you want to join me up at the Capitol, uh, you need to pay attention starting on Monday, and I will let you know what uh, the schedule is like. Um, so that's important. We now know what the special session is going to be about. It's going to, this is going to be a fascinating special session. And, uh, so I'm, I'm looking forward to it. I think it's going to be fun, believe it or not. And so, um, so it is, uh, Friday, very important, uh, that you, uh, if I forget to say it towards the end of the program, that is, uh, be nice to the tourists for crying out loud. Be nice to the tourists. Johnny, let me ask you a question. When you were on tour, did that make you uh, a tourist? <laughs> no, I don't think so, man. No. I've, I've always been a working man. A working man. So when you're on tour, all right. So we got tourists coming in here every weekend, Johnny, and I always tell our listeners it's like, Folks, be nice to the tourists. There's nothing worse than going to a, 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 a place you've never been, um, like Paris or something, and be being treated crappy, you know. But uh, and so we we want to be nice to the tourists here in Fredericksburg, and uh, they're an important part. You get do you, you probably get uh, tourists at your restaurant at the Hilltop Cafe? Yeah, we do. We do, and we uh, we always have. So there you go. So be nice to the tourists when you get up behind them last weekend. Uh, but yeah, see, I might start almost told the truth on myself. I did get a little frustrated with the tourists last weekend, but I kept my cool and just I, I kept my cool because I know y'all are out there watching me and I know that. Um, let us give you some words of wisdom for uh, uh, from Ben Franklin. This is from Poor Richard's Almanac. 1758 his very last uh issue of poor richard's almanac and uh here's one that um this is interesting his take on the state of education in 1758 he says proud modern learning despises the ancient school men are now laughed at by school boys so everything that's happening today yep it's just we're just repeating it's it's the same nothing ever changes we're going to take a short break and uh, we'll be right back with uh, johnny nichols nicholas and uh, we're going to talk about the hilltop cafe and we're going to talk about some issues that he's been having we need your help so get your uh, get your big chief tablet out and the big fat pencil um, and be ready to take some notes because we're going to have a job for you, maybe more than one when we get back. Y'all stay tuned. 100% text on He's 100% Texan. Matt Log on the Hill Country Patriot. Text on the Hill Country Patriot. All right, we are back. You're listening to your information station, the Hill Country Patriot, and we have a very special guest uh, in the studio today. In fact, along with his son, 
We have uh, Johnny Nicholas and his son, Alex Nicholas. And I mentioned earlier, Alex's keeper, Charlemagne, is in here with us. And um, But uh, first of all, most of you know, I I'm, I'm hope you know, Johnny Nicholas and uh, Sleep at the Wheel, award-winning uh, band for many years. Johnny's been here in the Hill Country since... Johnny, since what, the 90s, the 80s? Uh, moved up here from Austin, 1980. 1980. You mm -hmm. moved away from the People's Republic of Austin to mm -hmm. live out in the middle of nowhere, 10 miles north of Fredericksburg? That's what we like to say, inconveniently located in the middle of nowhere. <laughs> That's absolutely right. And uh, it is, uh, I have, uh, I think it was the early uh, aughts when I went in there and did some work for you along with, I was working for a fellow named Ward at the time, and, yeah. and uh, I ate some lunches in there. I had some friends uh, make some recordings there. I think the Cosmic Dust Devils did uh, a recording in your in in your uh your place didn't they uh not that i remember not but that then, you remember but then that was close to the 70s so i might not have remembered something in the 80s you know? okay all right but uh so uh the uh i've also been a fan of your piano playing i think one of the most memorable uh, piano evenings i've ever had was up in mason a number of years ago uh the uh, piano rama did yeah. y'all have pine top perkins was pine, he uh uh, uh yeah, yes. Yeah. 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 Pine Top Perkins, who has since passed, uh, yeah. I've seen him play uh, several times. And you had, oh, what's the? I'm so embarrassed. I can never remember her name until someone says, "With the Marsh, long, I, Marsha, Marsha Ball. Ball." I keep my fingernails long so they click when I play the piano. There you go. And uh, you got y'all need to do another piano rama. We do, we've been, we do a, we do it one or two a year, different places. It just depends. Marsha usually coordinates that. We're having a kind of a mini piano ram up at Hilltop on December 8th, I think it is. Uh, Marsha and I do it every year. We set up two pianos, and we just go back and forth and play together, and uh, it's a lot of fun. Uh, the modern version of Ferranti and Teicher. There you go, do, man. do you remember those guys? <laughs> You're right, right. I, I got their autographs when I was, uh, uh, I think I was 12 or 13 years old, and, and we I was a piano-playing family, and uh, my parents <laughs> took me to see Ferranti and Teicher, and I was so impressed with those guys, I'm yeah. telling you. It didn't do any good to get me playing the, my piano lessons, though. It didn't, didn't help me. Uh, but so, But listen, we're not here to talk about music. We're here to talk about the Hilltop Cafe, and not even the Hilltop Cafe as a restaurant, but the the situation that the state of Texas has been putting you through, and this has got to be a nightmare. Um, we I do want to talk about your food and your restaurant here in a bit, but uh, apparently, let's just start. Let's just start at the very beginning. You tell us the story. Uh, did it start in 2013? When did this start? Uh, yeah, about. Yeah, about 2014, uh, and it all started with a an, an overzealous uh, county official who I won't name, who, uh, you know, like most bureaucrats, when they uh, overstep their bounds and uh, and abuse the um, the laws of the state and the laws of the Constitution, um, and that's what bureaucrats do if you let them. Yeah, and. Uh, what what uh, evolved was from this complaint that was filed mm -hmm. by this county official, and she's since done it to every business outside the city limits. Oh. 
And a complaint uh, as regards water okay. is supposed to be uh, for a pl- situation where someone's gotten sick okay. or you have a substandard system or you have uh, contaminated water or bad water. Um, in her case, what she did was she complained basically that people had a well. It didn't matter whether the well was tapped into the Edwards Aquifer like we are, Mm -hmm. uh, the Trinity outcropping of the Edwards, to be exact, um, and that we had never had an issue in 100 years there. Um, Beautiful, beautiful water, and we have a beautiful system. Um, And uh, the the TCEQ, she turned us into the TCEQ. Uh, They have a regulation that was added in the late 70s uh, through the, as a part of the EPA's uh, Clean Water Act. Mm -hmm. And for 100 years, the traditional definition of a public water system was an entity that provided or served water or sold water to at least 15 other wellheads. Well, everybody, that makes sense. That's like a subdivision or a small municipality or a RV park or something like that. Then they, this is what bureaucrats do. Then they put an or, and the or said, if you serve more than 25 people 60 days of the year, then poof, you're a public water system. Well, we, from the very beginning, when they approached us about this, um, we said, no, we're not a public water system. This is a mom-and-pop restaurant. Mm-hmm. And the, uh, the regulation is flawed. It's, uh, it's arbitrary. It's just, it's, it's just another way that bureaucrats get to uh, perpetuate their, uh, you know, their... Their power. Their power. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. It's, it's, uh, this whole thing is all about... It's not about public safety or keeping the public safe, which they, they always hide behind a, behind a cloak of... Uh, uh, sure. BS. Yeah. Um, to uh, to justify what they're trying to do, which is take over the take over the water, and to uh, exercise control and generate money for their many different engineers who help install. What, what if they if you let them do that, then they come in and they they do all kinds of uh, chlorination. You have to install a chlorination system. In our case, they also recommended reverse osmosis. Which is a very, very uh, expensive. Well, it's it, what it, what it does is, as I found out, um, a, a reverse osmosis. Um, depending on the, uh, you know, how the system is functioning, et cetera, and the quality of the water and the volume, et cetera, it wastes anywhere from five to twenty-five gallons of water for every one gallon produced. When I found that out early on in my, our fight with them, um, I just, uh, that was it. I just yeah. said, first of all, this, you know, we've never had a, an issue. Our laws and our, our constitution are based upon the, you know, the, uh, the precept that, uh, no harm, no foul. So let me see if I can, let me see if I can, uh, kind of, uh, sum that all up. So when you bought that property, did it have, did you, I mean, I mean you bought this existing uh, gas station? Uh, I mean, that's what it was, kind of a rest stop? It was, a, it was an ice house, a road ice house, house okay. just an old beer joint. Yeah. Okay, out in the middle of nowhere. And right. it's still, it's amazingly, it still is in the middle of nowhere. 
did they was did the well exist then? Absolutely. So it was a well that had been there for a while. That had been approved since, or whatever. Since when? When was it put in? Uh, somewhere around nineteen ten. Oh, okay. So it had been in there a while, mm-hmm. and uh, and it's uh, so and so they uh, came in after all of these years. You open up a restaurant up there. And somebody locally, a county commissioner, a county, um, uh, a county uh, official. employee, official. Let's put it that way. I don't even honestly. I don't even know who it was. So I'm keeping your secret. We're not, we're we're, not going to mention names. We're not going to mention names. I have no idea. So this uh, county official came in and was upset that you were using too much water. That you were no, none of that. That you that. were wasting water. That uh, people were getting sick. At what? What was it? No. Nothing. None, none of, of that. the above. None of the above. She uh, actually was uh, was uh, uh, gave us a hard time because we didn't have springs on the doors in the in the ladies' room that would close. <laughs> we have two bathrooms in there, and she said she wrote us up. Uh, you might have guessed by now. This is the county health inspector, um, and uh, she wrote us. Started. Uh, she was the new person. Uh, for years, the way that whole uh, system worked was uh, any county in Texas can opt to have their own health department, mm-hmm. okay? Um, if they don't, and a lot of counties still do not, then they fall under the auspices of uh, the regional, whatever region they're in. In our case, it was always the San Antonio region. Uh, our health inspector from San Antonio early on um, asked us after being up there a few times if he could bring his trainees in order to show them what a what a model restaurant a kitchen is supposed to look like and how it's supposed to function because that's the way we did business i mean that's and uh then when the county opted to have their own health department uh this person was uh came in and the first time i met her she walked into my restaurant at lunchtime with a house full of people stood right in the middle of where all the customers were, took out a floor-length lab coat and put on a, a hairnet and brought out her, you know, and those people are looking around, they're going, man, what's going on here, you know, um, and proceeded to start nitpicking on stuff like this this uh, thing with the in the bathroom. She wrote us up for not having springs on the doors to automatically close the uh, the 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 door to the, to the where the ladies, the ladies sit down room. and do their business now uh the question or uh, my first question was well ma'am i said uh, uh do you know of a woman that would go in a public restroom sit on the pot and not close the door right right you know? right but it was on and on and on and stuff like that and uh i went and talked to uh, my county commissioner and the city manager at the time and i said look you've got a a green employee here she's ignoring some very important facets of uh of restaurant food safety at at the expense of uh the the public and yet she's nitpicking with all these she wrote us up for a a chip on the paint on the wall there was a chip uh where that was where the paint had come off yeah or a, a piece of the linoleum in a heavy trackbed area that was you know that and stuff like that so um, anyhow, we, uh, I went in and talked to them. They recommended a survey, uh, a few weeks went by. I never saw the survey and I found out, I called the city manager and he said, well, Mr. Nicholas, 
He said, you know, I eat out five or six nights a week, and nobody else has complained about the county health inspector. And I said, oh, I get it. So sure enough, she he had gone and talked to her, told her that I was complaining about her, which I wasn't. I wasn't trying to embarrass her. Right. I was just trying to fix the situation. Sure. And uh, But she was angry because bureaucrats don't like to be told what to do. No, they do they not. They like to be able to be in power and tell other people what to do. And so uh, she called up, and I found out through Lieutenant Governor Dewhurst, who was a good friend and a customer of ours, that uh, this person was the one that turned us in or complained about us to the TCEQ. Now, the TCEQ, then I got a visit from them, and they all of a sudden the nightmare started. I had to hire lawyers. We fought with them for years um, until Kyle Biederman, my good friend and our former state representative, uh, you know, worked, uh, got together with me. He brokered a meeting with the EPA uh, representative from Dallas, from the regional office, um, and uh, his assistant, Larry Bailey, um, and the AG's office. And we came up with a real common sense. It gave me faith. I said, man, there's not all, you know, not all the bureaucrats uh, are just, you know, uh, uh they're not all bad. They're not all bad. That's right. <laughs> and so we had what was set up and described by them, by the EPA office up in Dallas, as a pilot program, and he, that, which uh, within one of the emails he said, well, uh, we're, let's set this up. There's never been a problem here. This should, we should be able to work this out in a common sense fashion. And he said, let's have a pilot program where if you guys agree to test the water monthly, which we mostly had been doing anyhow, sure. um, bring the water down to the state lab in Kerrville, um, and post a notice that we didn't chlorinate the water. And by the way, we had installed, just as a, a gesture of a good faith, and because they're so sensible, uh, UV filtration, mm-hmm. which is very inexpensive, 100% efficient, and... Um, but guess what? They, the TCEQ does not recognize that as a valid form of filtration. You know why? Because it's inexpensive. Because it's it inexpensive and it works. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> and so uh, we had this program put in place. And for four and a half years, almost five years, we thought the situation was, was fixed. It was okay. Right. Well, uh, listen, Johnny, we need to take a break right now. So we're going to leave this story right where it is. The uh, it sounded like a nightmare of a of a health inspector who I don't know. You pissed her off or something, Johnny? Whatever she was, you probably didn't. But those bureaucrats come in there, and uh, so and then it rolled into the TCEQ, the Texas uh, Commission on Environmental Quality. And uh, right now in this story, it seems to have uh, come to a happy uh, ending where uh, Johnny's uh, doing some things and uh, the TCEQ, they've all worked out a deal. But I'll bet you this story doesn't end there. Um, Folks, we're going to take a short break and we'll be right back. And we're also going to get Alex on here, Johnny's son, because I imagine... Uh, that Alex at some point in time would like to be able to continue running the Hilltop Cafe. Is that a, is that, is that Alex and my, that's an, uh, yeah, that's an adequate, uh, that's an adequate expression. All right. We're going (laughs) to stay tuned. We'll get Alex on here and uh, we'll let you know what you can do to help, help Johnny and help Alex um, in their future. So y'all stay tuned. 
He doesn't just complain into a microphone. Blah, 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 blah. Matt Long on the Hill Country Patriot. It is Friday. Be nice to the tourists. And a little Pink Floyd for you there. I still don't have any Ted Nugent um, bumper music. I'm working on Harley to get that in there. You know, I'm still in training four and a half years later. But it is Friday. I have my Ted Nugent T-shirt on. We've got a half a tank of gas. And uh, it's dark and we're wearing our sunglasses. So um, we in the studio, Johnny uh, Nicholas and his son Alex Nicholas, who would someday tell tell us, Alex, why why is this a, a concern to you that your dad's business is having uh, all kinds of issues? Get right in front of that mic, Alex, and explain that to us. Well, I think we can all agree that we live in uh, a time where bureaucratic oversight and uh, is is has become more and more prevalent at the forefront of our supposed democracy, um, and so. Aside from a legacy issue with my family, I think it, it's something that everyone should be concerned about. Um, each success that these people have and each attempt that they make that is successful in uh, subduing uh, our constitutional rights as citizens of this country, uh, it emboldens them further to, to just spread out, and it's like a cancer. Yeah. Um, so uh, from my perspective, um, it's a legacy for me that my mother and father built, and, you know, my mother passed uh, seven years ago now. Uh, the food that everybody enjoys at that restaurant, that's, those are her ideas. And, and, and in a manner of speaking, she, uh, she lives on through that. Um, so in that, in that sense as well, it's important for, to, for me to, uh, to keep that legacy moving forward. And you would like to, or do you do any cooking? Do you play the key a bit? Do you play the keyboards? Do you cook? Uh, what's what's your part in this? Well, I am a bit of a jack of all trades and a master okay. of none. Uh-huh. Uh, so, I do whatever is required of me. But playing music, uh, haven't quite got there yet. I don't. I don't think I could uh, share the same light uh, stage lighting as this fella right here. Um, but yeah, I mean, uh, I've I've worked in all aspects of the restaurant and in the restaurant restaurant industry. Um, so you could see you could see living there and working and uh, keeping that restaurant open as being a career, as being a part of how you want to spend at least a good portion of your life. Well, yeah, and it's it's a lifestyle and and something that's that's certainly not easy and something we've we've seen our fair share of uh, struggles you know over the years with you know ask anybody who owns a restaurant it's mm-hmm. it's not an easy job or an easy life but the fulfillment comes in knowing that. Uh, the satisfaction comes in knowing that your customers are satisfied and that uh, you've created something that's that is special. And you've got a fridge with more stuff in it than I do at my house, so that's got to be awesome too. Johnny, um, tell us about uh, this. Is an idea that is not just the Hilltop Cafe. The, the, this issue is not just you. You are. There are other restaurants and other businesses who are caught in this same trap would you tell us about that please sir yeah when this whole thing started my uh, alex mentioned my wife brenda his mom and um wonderful lady when this whole thing started in a uh, the tceq came out and said well you've got to chlorinate the water and all that she, her comment was uh, well i can't repeat it 
on the air. But, <laughs> okay. uh, but she basically said, before I'll do anything that is that ridiculous and stupid and harmful to this beautiful water uh, for no reason, she said, I'll lock the doors and go fishing. Wow. But And so this is important to note, Matt. I mean, I've stood on, and she and I both agreed, and we stood on principle, and we I dug my heels in, and I said, well, this is going to be my Alamo right here. You know, mm-hmm. someone's got to stand up to this stuff, uh, uh, this kind of uh, uh, government bullying for no reason, for no reason. Um, and if we don't start standing up, to bureaucrats like this health inspector and uh, and the people at the TCEQ, uh, then we're going to be in trouble. Now, it's important to, for your uh, listeners to note that in uh, we have a lot of support. There have been a lot of people, every small business outside the city limits, after uh, Judge Strayer kind of stepped on her and asked, said, why are you picking on Hilltop Cafe? He could see, he said, what's the problem here? And she couldn't answer it. And she, he he asked her, he said, well, have you complained about any of these other businesses? And she had to admit, no, at that point she hadn't. Well, she, she did after that. Then she went ahead and started turning in every person that had a business outside the city limits and the city water system to a great uh, financial difficulty and uh i mean the time that you have to spend with these people most of these businesses and i understand it they were not in my position i've got a music successful music career mm-hmm. um i've got you know i don't need to be running a restaurant it's always been a labor of love hilltop is because we love uh giving serving people great food like we like to eat mm-hmm. great music like we like to listen to real stuff from the heart and but a lot of other businesses, uh, people starting out in business, they can't afford that. They can't afford to hire lawyers to fight uh, uh, for them. And uh, you know, and so uh, we have a lot of support. And I've talked to a lot of other businesses up there. Uh, we are now um, in the process of uh, lobbying Governor Abbott. And uh, we have a, a, a lobbyist, a very good lobbyist, who uh, a patron of ours uh, hired to help with that. Uh, I have some very good friends in the music business who have uh, are either relatives or friends who work in Abbott's office. Um, and uh, so we he and and we're going to ask all your listeners to write a letter to Governor Abbott's office. Just say hey. You know, we support Hilltop Cafe, and we uh, we support all these businesses that are being unfairly uh, uh, targeted for no reason and causing them an enormous amount of, of financial difficulty and uh, for no reason, for no reason. Once again, we're not talking about places that have had a situation where someone's gotten sick or where they have substandard or contaminated water. Yeah, this is this. Yeah, there's there's nothing wrong here. No complaints. Nobody got sick. Uh, you're not wasting water. You're not. Uh, it, it's it, it, that's one of the the things I think a lot of people have a hard time understanding is that um, some of the world's greatest environmentalists are good old country boys like that's you right. and me because we know how important the land is. We we didn't grow up grow up in New York City. 
or Los Angeles, where the environmentalists seem to all come from, in San Francisco or wherever, or Austin, for crying out loud. Um, and uh, But people who live and work on the land are the best and most conservative and environmentalists you will That's possibly right. ever meet. And so we were at a point in your story where it seemed like everything was fixed, um, and uh, then you said uh, about the time that uh, 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 Joseph Robinette Biden uh, gained control uh, of the White House, uh, things changed. Mm-hmm. Well, you know what they say about when you turn the lights on, all the cockroaches run and hide. Well, mm-hmm. when the t- lights go out, here they come. And when uh, that seems to be what happened, it was about four or five months after uh, he got elected and they got full control of both houses of Congress uh, that uh, I was served with a huge lawsuit which claimed that we didn't uh, chlorinate, that we didn't, not that we didn't chlorinate the water, but that we didn't do monthly testing, that we didn't post notices, all these things that we had reams of documentation to the contrary. And, um, and so I had to hire another lawyer and, uh, this, and fight this thing. Um, it led up to last uh, January where the uh, AG's office now, the AG's office, here's how bureaucracies and regula- regulatory agencies are able to, to flex their muscle. Because it's not law. This administrative order that we're fighting against uh, is not law. I know. And see, bureaucrats get to write all these little things like the, this 25 people, 60 days of the year. Um, and if... Uh, uh, if we don't, if if people don't start standing up, and I'm I'm not, I don't consider myself a hero, and this has been a real drain on me financially over the years, and um, but we feel like we're fighting the right fight. So, <clears throat> excuse me, the um, so we're at the point now where uh, you they've brought this uh, a suit against you. Um, you are, they've threatened you with jail time. Oh yeah. They want to take you to jail for serving water for serving more than well, what? 25 glass, 25 glasses of water. And Johnny goes to jail. Well, yeah, something like that. <coughs> There's a song in there. The, I want credit the, for it. <laughs> the irony is that, like I said, we're tapped into the Edwards aquifer. We have the most pristine, healthy water that anywhere in the world. It's not any better. Mm-hmm. And the state of Texas has designated uh, the Edwards as a pristine underground water source and mm-hmm. a state treasure. Okay? And because here we are serving this beautiful water for all these years with no incidents, on the contrary. Um, so let me, this this will help explain this. Let me give you a little vignette. Early on with our first attorney before we had the deal worked out, he called me up and he said, "Johnny, the TCEQ said they have a they want to have a proposal for you to settle this." I said, "Well, let me hear it." They said, "Well, if they if they want to send out their um, team of engineers at my expense mm-hmm, to course. design and install at my expense mm-hmm. a chlorination system, and since they know that you're opposed to chlorinating the water uh, for no reason." Then they will send out a different team of engineers after you run the water in a pipe a distance of three feet. I have no idea what that's about. And then send out a different team of engineers to design and install 
a reverse osmosis system to take the chlorine out of the water. That's what kind of idiots we have uh, sitting up here in the bureaucracy. And we've let it happen. Look at the, you've got these great little books, the Constitution. Mm-hmm. And like my son Alex pointed out to me, we're, we're supposed to be a nation of laws, not rules and regulations. That's the, that's the, um, uh, you know, that's how, that's where the abuse comes in. And we've Absolutely. got to, we've got to stop that. Absolutely. So what can people do? What can people do to help? You already mentioned writing Governor Abbott. I think writing uh, is, do you think a, a letter, a note to the Attorney General as well? No, Paxton? no, no. Look, the Attorney General, is, they just they are just uh, charged with enforcing. Enforcing, okay. Stuff. And, and the way they do it, see, they can't, they could never send the Sheriff's Department or anything out because it's not law. Okay. But what they do is, if you don't pay their penalties, then they get the AG's office to start sending you threatening letters saying, well, if you don't pay these fines and penalties, we're going to seize your bank accounts. What's that sound like? <laughs> Communist, yeah, yeah, yeah. communist Russia or China. Just or theft. Author- it's just pure, pure, pure government theft. Authoritarianism and government theft, yeah. Yep, yep, that's what it is. So there, you're uh, at an agreement here uh, at this point in time. And by the way, please correct me if I get anything wrong. You are not allowed to operate as a public water system anymore as defined by this uh, water code, blah, 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 numbers, numbers, numbers. And you are not allowed to serve more than 24 people at a time? First of all, this uh, going back to that uh, in January, um, the state filed a uh, motion for summary judgment trying to get the thing settled without going to trial. And they initially uh, wanted to put uh, charge me with four hundred thousand dollars in penalties, and uh, if I didn't pay it within a certain time frame, then I would have be facing jail time. Uh, they finally went down to three hundred thousand dollars in penalties and legal fees and jail time, and um, we were faced with that if the judge granted the motion. I got a new attorney. Uh, who came in and saved the day and got it re uh the judge uh when she heard the whole thing up in Austin said this is ridiculous there's no harm here this is uh, uh an absurd penalty it'll ruin this guy this small business and she said I'm not going to grant the motion but we have to give you 90 days to work this out or then we have to go to trial uh I had to agree because going to trial with the state of Texas, my attorney told me it probably cost a half a million dollars. And, uh, you know, I do not. I'm not a rich man. Um, I've had a lot of help from a lot of great people. Um, but what I had to agree to in July was uh, to pay a $30,000 penalty. I've got about thirty, another 30000 in legal fees. And I had to agree to cease operations as a public water system, which means that I have 60 days within the calendar year from July to July that I can serve, during which time I can serve as many people as I want to. Um, And then I have an unlimited number of days I can serve 24 people or less. And if your listeners are out there, their brains are twisting up like a pretzel trying to understand this, don't try it's not logical, it's not rational, it doesn't make any sense, 
but that is the fruit of the tree of bureaucracy. That's how this stuff works. And so we are, I've been rationing my days and being careful to, and it has, it's, it's definitely uh, has hurt uh, my business. I mean, we were, a, uh, have always been a very successful operation. Um, and so now we've had to cut down our hours uh, the days that we can be open for 24 people, no one can stay in business serving 24 no. people. Uh-uh. But we're going to stay open. We figured it out through the end of the year, um, doing a uh, doing what we've always done with great music on the and uh, the certain days when we can't serve more than 24 people. Uh, but then we have those 60 days, and we're working right up to New Year's Eve. Um, so yeah, what people can do to help. You yes, write a letter to Governor Abbott. He's here already knows about this, and he's going to be hearing a lot more about it. I'm sure he's going to be very busy for the next thirty days. But after that, I think he'll be taking a. You know, we're hoping that, and it's important to note that the only person at this point that can can stop this nonsense is Governor Abbott, or if they were to go and legislate something. But he can actually strike this regulation or amend it. And within the TCEQ's by, uh, law, uh, bylaws, um, they, I found this out with my first lawyer, they have the, uh, the leeway to grant exemptions and exceptions, but they won't do it. Mm. They mm-hmm. won't do it. And again, this is the arrogance of the bureaucracy. Yep. Um, and so... Uh, we we need to take one more short break. I'm sorry to interrupt you. Got you there in the middle of taking a breath, and then we'll come back, and anything we didn't talk about that we didn't cover, we'll make sure we get in the last few minutes. Y'all stay tuned and uh, be thinking about the letter you're going to write to Governor Abbott, and uh, so y'all stay tuned. We'll be right back with Johnny and Alex Nicholas of the Hilltop Cafe, and folks, they need your help. If you haven't eaten there, we'll take a minute to talk about their menu when we get back. Y'all stay tuned. Fighting the good fight. Matt Long on the Hill Country Patriot. All right, folks, we are back. We're not wasting any more time. We're not burning any more daylight. Uh, right now, uh, I'm going to have Alex Nicholas, Johnny's son, uh, speak up and tell you how and where you can get more information and help. So, Alex, the floor is yours. Okay. Uh, there is one thing I'd like to mention as well that I thought was maybe ironic in a tragic way. Uh, but if you, a uh, couple months back, remember in Fredericksburg, I was going to the gym and I went to get a drink of water and I noticed this big sign next to the water fountain that said, Lead Notice in the public water system of Fredericksburg. So pretty interesting that they're choosing to focus on us and uh, all of these people around us that can't really look out for themselves or don't have the representation that's necessary. Mm-hmm. And uh, yet they're letting something like that slide. we got a got a little mini Flint, Michigan situation going on in Fredericksburg. Anyway, I'd like to kind of direct people towards our social media uh, and website. Hilltopcafe.com is our website. You can go there for updates and music listings. Um, our social media on Instagram is at Hilltop Cafe TX and Facebook is the same. It's Hilltop Cafe TX. Um, so reach out to us there. We'll keep you updated. You can sign up for our ma- mailing list, uh, as well. 
Okay, Johnny, you need folks. This you need fun. We need funds. This has been you heard Johnny talk about this. Um, the Hilltop Cafe. The menu is amazing. And listen, your your folks, your cooks, and the people you've had out there working. These guys have been out there for years. I've that got, that I've doesn't got, handle. Uh, that doesn't happen in the restaurant I've industry. A, I've got one employment that's been with me for thirty five years. Another one that's been with me for twenty eight years. Uh, others uh, that you know. That's the kind of loyalty that we have. I take good care of my people, and uh, that's part of what I'm trying to do right now. We've, we're going to have to raise some funds so I can take care of my people who are worried about their jobs. Um, and people can help by writing a letter, but they can also help by just coming out and having dinner. We're going to start doing lunches again next week, so we'll be open six days a week. Uh, but, again, those are days that we can only uh, serve uh, less than, you know, 24 people or less. Let me, let then, me interrupt you there. Does that include the bar, or does that in, is that only food? Actually, it just food from what we understand it, it it technically includes the people that are working <laughs> okay so it's it's the food that is not correct okay all right there this you go people father and son i see it yeah yeah so um so the bar is not counted so we can come out there and um yeah. and have a drink and support you that way we have a lot of great grocery items our beautiful olive oil we have imported from really? from greece great stuff uh wonderful we've got great merchandise um seat uh my music there's a lot of great stuff available we've got a big fundraiser we do in november we've done for 26 years that's raised almost one hundred and fifty thousand dollars for area youth that are interested in the arts <coughs> called the big band bash that's in november yep <coughs> and um you've been uh, doing that for years i've been to several of your big band bashes. it's an incredible thing so we want to we want to make sure that we are going to be setting up a uh, some other means for people to donate but just come out and, and enjoy hilltop while you can and hope that governor abbott will strike this regulation um, and we can get the law changed. That's really our goal in all of this, Matt, at this point. It's much bigger than Hilltop. I want to see something meaningful happen that will help to take the load off of other small businesses that are being uh, uh, you know, persecuted by this ridiculous regulation. All right. It's been great, Alex and uh, Johnny Nicholas. And uh, there's lots of things you can do to help. We'll see you all on Monday.